Gemara Ta'anit Davav. We are one, two, three, four lines down. There's two types of rains. Yoreh Umalkosh. Menatatim Metara Sechem. Beito Yoreh Umalkosh. Tarunabanan Yoreh. What does Yoreh mean? Shemoreh Tabiriot Latiach Gagotem. It instructs. Yoreh is like a more teacher. It instructs the people to cement their roofs. Because it's going to rain because it's going to start. Amen. There shouldn't be leaks. When they see that rain, they know already it's time to make sure they uh, waterproof their roofs. And to take the fruits that they brought out into the field to dry. All the different things they need to do, bring in the patio furniture. In order to prepare for the rainy season. The <coughs> It saturates the ground It quenches the ground And it's a strong rain But the rain penetrates All the way down to the depths It's it's furrows. The ve will be quenched. That's the main part of the pasuk. Simcha tebarech and the vegetation. The simcha will be blessed. The varachel yored benachat. It comes down benachat, like a teacher teaches his students benachat. The vrecha kamim benachat nishmaim. Acham teaches he teaches benachat yore. So that's why it's called yore. It comes down, it comes down lightly. Ve'enu yore bezaraf. It doesn't come down bezaraf. Zaraf is with anger, strength. It comes down softly. She says, or it could mean yore is like a chetz. Chetz is like an arrow. Goes straight, doesn't uh, doesn't go right or left. It comes down straight. It hits straight. Who says maybe it's a strong rain? Maybe it's a type of rain you're there that causes the trees to lose their fruit, knocks off the fruit of the tree, and it floods the seeds, and it floods the trees. Who told you? Which means, till now, we're thinking that Yoreh is a Beracha. Maybe it's not. Maybe Yoreh is a Kirala. Right? Like it says in the Pazud, Yaro Yireh. It's a Lashon of a Kirala. So maybe it breaks everything. Or like, a, like, or like, a, like, like, like an arrow. An arrow that kills. Until now, I told you it's a good thing. Maybe it's a bad thing. Ah, it says in the Pazud, Rayaim Shemua Tishmi'u. If you listen to my mitzvot, so you have to read in. And if you don't listen, but if you don't listen, maybe you're as a, as a negative thing. So when I says, there's a hekesh between the two reigns. Just like Malkosh is a blessing, so too you're as also. A blessing. Now, how do you know that Malkosh is a Benachah? Because the word Malkosh itself, the Gemara is going to say later on, is that it falls on the Midilot and the Kashim. It falls on the uh, the uh, grains and on the stalks. 
Ma'al kosh, menilot and kashim It falls on the wheat It doesn't go strong and break them It falls on them in order for them to grow So therefore, it's uh, clearly a, uh, a blessing Ma'al kosh O'eno elam ma'al kosh Who says, maybe ma'al kosh Maybe Malkosh is a type of rain that knocks down houses and breaks the trees and it brings the grasshoppers So therefore, how do you know? Maybe Malkosh comes from the Lashon it circumcises Mal circumcises the cut So maybe it's a type of rain that that cuts, that breaks. So Yomara says, Tamud Amar Yore. I'll go back to Yore. Ma Yore le Bracha, Af Malkosh le Bracha. No, Yore is Bracha, so Malkosh must be a Bracha. So how do you know Yore is a Bracha? Yore go feminine land. תכתיב, ובני סיון גילו ושמחו באדנו אלוהיכם כי נתן לכם את המורה וסתקה ויורד לכם גשם, מורה ומלכוש בראשון בני סיון גילו sons of Zion rejoice, be happy כי נתן לכם את המורה he gave you the rain of called Yoreh L'Stanka so you see that's a happy thing when you get the Yoreh so therefore just like Yoreh is Beracha so too Malkosh is Beracha Tamar Banan now when did these rains fall? That's why it's called Mar Hajvan. Mar is rain. Drops. Mar. Hen Goyim. Mar Bidili. Um Malkosh bin Nisan. And Malkosh falls in Nisan. Atta Omer Yore bin Mar Hajvan. Malkosh bin Nisan. Maybe it's a month uh, earlier. Or Eno Ela Yore bin Tishri. Maybe Yore is in Tishri. And Malkosh is a month later. Iyar. Which means, how do you know? Yeah, there's still uh, there's still stalks in the field, so maybe the uh, it's falling in the yard. And it's time. And I guess you're there. The time is Rishon, and of course the time is Nisan. That's the best time, like we're going to see in the Gemara. Uh, That's going to tell us clearly. Malkosh, why is it called Malkosh? Amar of Nehilai, but Idi Amar Shmuel, Dabar Shemal Keshotein Chal Israel. It circumcises the stubbornness of Am Yisrael, because when it doesn't rain, Malkosh, the people make the Shubah, they come back to God, so it uh, it softens the people up. The better be Shmuel, Dabar Shemimalitiv Wabikasheha, Malkosh, Mimalekash. It fills the. Uh, the stalks with wheat. The ears of uh, corn or the the stalks and the kashin. Kashin is the the straw, the chaff of the. It's like Malkosh is in its time Like we said, because it's called Malkosh It's clearly telling you when it comes down 
when there's Melilot and there's Kashim Be'ito So to Yorez is Be'ito Tanya Eidach, Yorez Be'mer Hashvan Umal Kosh Be'Nisan Devre Rabbi Meir Ma'chamim Omrim Yorez Be'Kislev Who's this Hachamim that says Yorez begins in Kislev Man Hachamim Amar Al-Fazdar Be'yosehi The Tanya is Uhir Be'ari Shona when is the first period of rain that we have to expect? The first period is the third of Fajbah. Benonit, the second period is what? Four days later, on the seventh of Fajbah. And the last period of rain, which is the, the, the rain falls in seasons, in periods. So the third period is what? Three, seven, seventeen. So the says So clearly that Yoreh falls in Kislev according to this opinion. Kislev, that's the when did the Tamidah came, we have to start fasting. If there's a drought, because that's when the Yurei has to fall. Once already the comes and the Yurei didn't fall, already the Hakamim have to start fasting. And if it still doesn't come, then the general mass has to start fasting, and so on and so forth. Yeah, it's later on. Which means, according to the other rabbis, you don't wait till Kislev. Ready by the 17th or by the 23rd. But according to the Biyosei, not until the Kislev, that's what I mean, that's what I'm talking about. Amar al-Fazda, halakha ke the Biyosei. What? When we call the fast days, it's based on the season of the Biyosei, 1723. Amemor matnila haad al-Fazda be'ay So al-Fazda said al-Fazda ke But Amemor has it in a different context. How? When do you start saying Barakh Aleinu? Three Hajban. Rabban Gamil Omer, Mishavabu. Amar of Hazda, Halakha, Kerabban Gamil. Halakha follows Rabban Gamil. Okay. Keman, Azla, Hadetanya. Who's this writer going like? Rabban Shul Gamil Omer. Gishamim Shiyarzu, Shivayamim. Ze Acharze. Gishamim that. Rained seven days in a row. Atam one bem riviadi shona vishinia ushlishit. That is possible to rain seven days in a row, it'll cover two out of the three periods either one and two or two and three. Now, must be going like Keman Kirabi Yosef. Why? Because the Biyosef says the first period is 17 to 23. So if you count 17, 18, 19, 20, 21, 22, 23. So counting 17 and counting 23. Seven days. Seven days. And if it rains all seven days, you get two to be ayot. From 23 to 30, well, you can't count seven days, eight days. 23, 24, 25, 26, 27, 28, 29, 30 is a Chodesh. So that she says, without counting the Chodesh. Meaning counting 23. The twenty-nine of seven days, you'll it'll fall within two, two to be ayot. The first ribia uh, is uh, uh, seventeen or twenty uh, from the beginning of the ribia, 
22, and one Nebiah, and if it goes to the 29, it's already the second Nebiah. It's not exactly seven days in a row that you'll get full Nebiah, like the first case. The first case from 17 to 23, and seven days is the is the Nebiah. So she has to play with the third one. Look at that she. So she says, but not between two and three because between two and three you're not going to get both of the ayot if it rains from 23 to 7 days you're only going from 23 to 29 you didn't get the third to be in the third to be ends on the Chodesh Kislev the Tosfot doesn't accept what that she's saying. That she's saying, and seven days straight rain, you'll get two and three. How? So he has a different to say. He just has one and two. But then Tosfot figures it out. According to Hakman Narvona, Manchin Narvona. Gorsim Gishamim Shiadu Sain Yamim Zeaharze Atam Onebem Riviash Shiniyaush Nishit Ketzad Gishamit Hulu Beem Sayom. If they start on 23 in the afternoon, so if they start on 23 in the afternoon, count seven days, meaning seven 24 hour intervals, so it'll take you to 30 in the afternoon. And that'll be very Rosh Chodesh. So therefore, don't, we thought you're starting it uh, in the beginning. So start it later on. And therefore, you have seven days also. You'll include uh, uh, two and three. When you cut and therefore you're okay. Alright, it's different ways of learning. But basically, the Gemara is saying that Rav uh, Chazda said.
on 23 and the Shilishit is Rosh Chodesh so the Gemara wants to know what's the Halakha what do you mean Halakha oh for fasting so give us the Bishnah the Vi'ari Shona and the Shon the Vi'ari Shona I know what you need just start saying Barak Aleinu Shilishit Lita'anot like you said John the third period you need to know when the Rabbi start to fast no problem but the second interval, what do you need to know that for? What's the Allah ramifications? 17, Barakh Alelu. Rosh Chodesh, Yehidim Mit'anim. 23, Remayel Ketam. Amar Vizral in Darim. The first makes a nether. Zitnan, Hanoder Adag Shamim. A guy makes a nether, I'm not going to have Hana'at to this item until the rainy season. So since Geshamim is plural, Geshamim, so it was referring to the second, the second interval. So you need to know when the second interval is. Until when am I assumed to this item? Until the Geshamim. When's the second period? Until the 23rd of Hezran. Uh, or, when it comes to the Darim, you go after the Hashem Adam. Geshamim means when it's already messy out there, when it's rainy. In the first period, it's not already rainy yet. By the second period, already the streets are, are, are muddy. That's already the Geshamim. So that's what he meant in the Darim. Meshir do Geshamim ajetered to be ashiniyam. Till it's the second of the So there was a halakh ramification for the second of the I'll give you another nafkamina. You need to know the second period for olives. Netnan, be'ematai kuladamutarim be'neket, be'shkhaw be'pe'ah. Be'ket shkhaw be'ah are designated for alim. But after a certain point, once the Anim finish collecting, so they make Yush. And now even the rich people are able to go and collect. So the question is, when is everybody able to collect like Shkhan Pe'ah? When does it become permissible for everybody else? What's the Nemushot going? We don't know what Nemushot is. We'll wait for the, for the Gemara to tell us what Nemushot is. But once the Nemushot go into the field, then it already becomes Efkir for everybody else. That's like in the grapes. Once the anim make one round in the uh, kerem, in the vine, in the vineyard, that's it. Once the anim go through it once, it's finished. But she says they actually went twice. I guess once they went twice already, they said to themselves, there's nothing left. And therefore they gave a yush. Bizetim, when are you allowed to start collecting olives? <coughs> Once already the second rainy season comes, it's already the fields are too uh, wet. And therefore, they're not coming to get anything. By that time, everything was collected already. Therefore, if there's anything after that rainy season, you can collect it for yourself. And the Gemara said, the first thing is, look at Shkham Paz when the Nemushot go into the fields. My Nemushot, Amar Yohanan Sabeh, the old men they go with the stick they walk very slow so these guys when they walk in the field with their stick with their cane since they're walking so slow they don't miss a thing so once the old men walk with their stick into the field then the old Alim say use there's nothing left and then the Arshim can take anything anything that is left Nemushot means a collection after a collection once the Anim go through the, the field twice, and they collect twice, whatever's left over, they make Yerusha. Another Nafkamina to know when the second the rainy period is. 
parachute. In order to start walking, or to stop walking, on Shemiri Arashut. Yeshua Benun made a takana when they entered Israel that it's permissible for people to cut through people's fields in order to, you know, to make shortcuts. But you can't walk through the fields uh, when, when they're plowing, when they're planting. Because then it's going to ruin the, uh, the field. So during the summer months, when it's dry anyway, so walk through the guy's field, big deal. Once the rainy season starts, so now walking through his field, you're going to trample on his, uh, on his field, it's no good. So until when are you allowed to travel through these, these shortcuts? told the 23rd once ready that season comes already the ground is being saturated for the planting that's already going to ruin it if you're going to walk through so it's enough coming out to know when you can take these shortcuts not enough coming the law is as long as the animals are eating in the field you're allowed to feed your animals in the house of that same species of Shemitah However, once the animals in the field do not have that product available to them, even though you have some of that product in your house, you're not allowed to feed it to your animals. So the Gemara says, Until when are you able to benefit from the straw of the Shemitah meaning to burn it, to feed it to the animals? Until the Viyashiniyah. Because until the Viyashiniyah, the animals are still eating it in the field. Once the Viyashiniyah comes, it's too wet. It becomes all, uh, you know, moist and not edible. So therefore, you cannot feed it to the animals in the house. Is that on the eighth year or seventh year? As long as the animals are still eating in the field, However, Kale lechayam in a Kale means uh, it's um, they finished, which means it's done. Then Kale lebehimtecha then abayit. Then you have to get rid of it. So she says Kale kemo Kale bechema. Destroy it. Destroy what's in the house. And what is that? Twenty third of Cheshbon. Abar biabahu. My lashon lebiah. What is this Lashon of Levi'ah? He said it's a period. But what does Lashon Levi'ah mean? Why do you call rains Levi'ah? Davar Shirovaya It penetrates the ground. Like a male <coughs> penetrates into a female. So to the male is the rain, and the earth is the female. So it's Rovaya. Penetrates the, the ground. Ketrav Yehuda, Damar of Yehuda, Mitra Baladara. The rain is the husband of the earth. Who should I amar? Ki kashed in the geshem v'shem al-shamayim v'shem al-yashuv ki im irvat az v'hulida v'tzmiha. So it's like a man, a man and a woman. V'hulida v'tzmiha. The land, v'hulida, uh, gives birth and uh, produces. What's considered to be Arishona? How much rain is considered that there was a Beracha in the Arishona? To penetrate the ground, a Tefa. By the second rainy season, the earth should be muddy enough in order to seal the top of a barrel. You can make like a like a cement out of it. 
Amar Hazda, Keshamim, Shiyaldu, Kedin, Laguf, Pempi, Habit. If it rained enough, when the earth is moist enough where you can seal the barrel, and Baim, Mishum, Ve'atzar. You're out of the curse. The curse is Ve'atzar, Tashamai. God says, I'm going to stop the rains. Once you get to that level where you can cement the barrel or seal the barrel, there's no Ve'atzar. Meaning you're out of the curse uh, stage. Mm-hmm. Meaning it's good, it's a berakah. When it says, En bayim mishum ve'atzav, means you're not in the curse. And for the Gemara, it says, Yes bayim mishum ve'atzav, meaning it's still possible that there's a curse. He is saying, once it rains to that degree, there's no more ve'atzav. Lamar of Hazda, Keshamim shiardu kodem ve'atzav, En bayim mishum ve'atzav. If it rains before Kiryat Shema, when you say ve'atzar, when do you say Kiryat Shema? In the morning and the evening. So if it rains before ve'atzar, early, early before Shema, I don't know if it's about morning or night, we'll see in the Gemara in a second, but if it rains before you say ve'atzar, and ba'em mishum ve'atzar, that means there's no curse. It means only if it rains before Kiryat Shema of the night. Meaning before the night, if it rains, then it's already beracha rains. However, al kodem ve'atzad the tzafra yesh behem mishum ve'atzad. But early morning rains before kiriat shemav the morning, it could still be a curse because early morning rains have no value, and therefore even though it rain, it's still shayach that the curse of ve'atzad is applicable. The Maravi Yehuda bar Yitzchak hani an aned tzafra these early morning clouds let behu mashasha they're worthless. Your chesed is like a morning cloud. It's worthless. <laughs> so therefore you see that what? Kodem ve'atzar of shachrit still the shayach ye ve'atzar. That's what he's talking about. There's an old adage that the people say. When you open your door early in the morning and you see rain, Bar Hamra, you transporter of the wheat on the Hamor, go fold up your sacks, Veganen, go back to sleep. Which means because there's going to be such a surplus that year, so they're not going to need you to go deliver the, the stuff. Everybody's going to have crop close to them. So therefore, you delivery guy, Bar Hamra, fold up your, 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 your sack. Go back to sleep. Ella, what is that telling me? That early morning rains is blessing. When you open your door in the morning, depends what type of clouds. If there's Eva clouds, that's a blessing. Lighter clouds, it's not a blessing. It all depends what type of clouds brought the, uh, brought the rains. Eva or Anane? Amar of it's good for the years. That what? That rains do not fall in Tibet. Almalta is like an almana. It's good for the year that uh, the Gishemim do not rain in Tibet. What's the, what's the reason for that? The low bayre tarbits. Now she says, Those places that they, they teach Torah, 
Enam borot, they're not going to be empty. Which means, if it rains in Tevet, boys can't get to the yeshiva. Because the streets are all uh, muddy. So when it doesn't rain in uh, Tevet, it's a beracha. Because the roads start to dry up, and the, and the boys can go study Torah. Terbit says, Lashun Harbits, to teach Torah. She gives a different interpretation. Karshinim. Karshinim is a certain item that grows but doesn't need a lot of water. So the Karshinim will grow if there's no rain in uh, Tibet. Vikadabre, Delo Shakil, Shudfana. Nashi. And a Shidafun, the husband of Igbitibwa. Shidafun is like a, a sickness, blight. So when it doesn't rain in Tibet, it saves the wheat from blight. Doesn't stick on the uh, on the crop. Okay, so it's a beracha. Basically, it's a beracha when it doesn't rain in Tibet. Ini damara fazda tabal shata de Tibet min avalta. It's good for the year when Tibet is messy, meaning when it's very rainy in Tibet and the streets are all uh, muddy. So make up your mind, is it good or not? She says, if rain came before in the right times, so then if it rains in Tibet, it's bad. Because you have enough rain already. But if it didn't rain in the early seasons, then of course when it rains in Tibet, no choice, it's going to be a benachaz. It all depends if it was preceded by earlier rains. The Amar of it rained on parts of the Medina and parts of the Medina did not rain it's not a curse why? because the parts of the nation that got the rain they'll export the wheat to the other parts that didn't get the rain so everybody benefits as long as it rained in one area everybody benefits so the Pasuk says in the curses, I'm going to make it rain on one city, and one city not. So you see, well, when you have sporadic rain in regions, it's a curse. That's the Gemara's question. So the Gemara answers. Now both these pesukim uh, over here, both these curse, uh, are the kelala. Mazashtem the kelala. Rashi. Otan shiyadu, otan shelo yadu. The city that gets the rain and the city that doesn't get the rain, both of them are cursed. Uh, you just told me over here when both, when two places, one place gets rain and one place doesn't, both places are blessed. And now you tell me both places are cursed. Why? Because you're going to have a lot of rain in one place. Their wheat is going to get flooded out. So they're not going to have rain in the other place. They're not going to have, uh, 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 they're not gonna have crop and they're not going to have crop. So it all depends if it's flooding or not. If it comes properly in the proper measure in one city and it doesn't come in another city, so it's a better half of both. If it's, if it's a, a flood in one city, so then both cities are cursed. Because one city gets flooded out, one city doesn't have wheat. Amar of Asher Daikana Medikti Timmater. Says Nashon Timmater. What does the word Timmater mean? 
תהא מקום מטר, שמע מינה. מה זה תמטר? It'll be a place of rain, meaning flooding. תמטר, תהא מקום מטר. When the rain starts to come down, it's a beracha. It's a happy day. So, how much rain has to start falling in order to make the beracha batova metiv? Rimara says, Mishi yitze hatan niklat kalla. When the hatan reached the kalla, Mishi, she yirdu kolkach, she kishatipan no felet, yotzet ahelet bolet in kelegda. When the rain falls, the drop that landed on the ground jumps up to greet it. Mm-hmm. The drops are hitting each other. There's so much rain on the ground that when a drop comes down, it hits it. So it causes it to, to jump up. That's one interpretation. She says a different interpretation. Which means you have the spillage of the rains, they're meeting each other. In the markets, there's all rains falling from all different directions, and they're, they're meeting each other. Okay, what's the beracha? My bevarech. Amar v'yudah marav modim anachu lecha Hashem elokenu al kol tipa v'tipa shorad talanu. Wow. For every drop, we thank you. Rabbi Yochanan mesayim ba'achi ilu finu menashir hakayam u'shonen v'yudah kamon galav. The majority of the things belong to you. So the Gemara says, All these things belong to you. Don't say any, just say, to God. That the Odaot belonged to him. So now the question is is it Ela Odaot? Is it Rova Odaot? Barava El Kach, Nimrinu Meomed. No, sorry. El Kach, Nimrinu, Eterbayu. Ela Odaot, Rova Odaot. Nashi, Nimrinu, Eterbayu. Baruchata, Berova Odaot. Rov doesn't mean majority. Bimardita Odaot. The multitude of Hodaot. We thought Rav is majority. No, it's not Rav. is multitude. Ha'el shil kol ha'odaot mashma. And El is mashma of all the Hodaot. Metirayah mashma Rav mamash. We thought originally Rav meant Rav majority. Ve'lo merubot. K'mo ke mishtabah. El melek gadum nishmaot el ha'odaot. Mepila b'im. Okay, so therefore it's okay. We have Rishonim on this. Where's the uh, this is Gemara Tanit? We have a Tanit who has a standard. Uh, I got. It. Let's see what this says over here. What are we doing? Tanit with that. Okay. Let's see what it says over here. Let's see what the Rosh says. 
Did you say that Zion? Okay. I'm not a beer by home, member Tabi Bahim Gishamim, meaning the Rosh. The sheet Sahatanic that Kala Shatipoch Yardu Allah Aris or not the Katatipota Yodot Od. Right, the drops on the ground, they jump up to greet the ones that are falling. Mind me, Barek, the Maravuna Mudimana on the Kala Kotipa Vitipa. Shorat and Rabu Haram is saying, Bab, because of Firma Shakayam. Adi Kadishut Chimeka Lokeru Baruch Robo Dot, Robo Dot, the Kola Dot, the Maraba Emma Elodot, Baruch Robo Dot Elodot. The Ot Yesh Beraka Aheret Alagishamin. There's another Beraka that you make. Pamin Mivarkim Atoba Metiv, Pamin Mivarkim Shayanu. That's the three Berakot of it that we make our minds. We never heard of any of these Berakot. And the Rosh is telling you there's three possible berachot that you make when it gets uh, raining over here. They say Baruch Dayana emet when it rains. <laughs> but in the olden days when it used to rain, they used to get excited. They used to make uh, all these all these types of berachot. What does the deep have to say? Is there a deep over here? This is Masechet Ta'anit. אמר בי אבא הוא דף בית הדריף מהם אתה מברכים על הגשמים שיצא חתם לגד קלה מהם בברכם על יהודה מודים אנחנו רק הכל טיפה וטיפה שולטנו רבי יוחנן מסיים בהקי ודופינו שחיים עד הם הם יודו בבריכות שבכם מלכנו ברוך רוב רוב ולא כל אלא מאל ההודעות אמר בי אבא הוא דף בית so much rain. Babuot is like bubbles, exactly. Which is even though it's only one of the VR. Doesn't matter. There's uh, so much rain already. It's beracha. My mevarech, or keep no beperek aru'eh. Bedelet le'arah. Now he explains. Bedelet le'arah. This is all talking about where he doesn't have land. He doesn't have. He's not a landowner, so maybe there's no benefit personally for the rain. So he makes this beracha. Dehekadit le'arah. But if he has land, no mevarech ak beracha. And if you have a partner in the land, it's good for him, it's good for his partner. So there's three different situations over here. No landowner, he makes his long beracha. Yeah, landowner, no partner, it's good for him. So if we say both. Rob 
two different uh, words there. which means the God of all the odaot. I mean, what you say, El, El includes Rov. That's the Tarvayu. Tarvayu doesn't mean Rova Odaot and El Odaot. Tarvayu means El Odaot plus the Idufinum Rashirakayam, Wushurina Kamangala. That's the Tarvayu. The addition of the rabbi that added that whole and him you do we buy the etc. So I understand there's a Mahlokani Shurina how to learn the Ninu the Tarvayu. Is the Tarvayu the two endings of Rova Odaot and El Odaot? Or is it no? El Odaot, which is including the God of all the praises. I was the second thing after it. That addition of the rabbi had. Should I have a different gift? Yeah. Yeah. The Rambam said no. Rabbi Fasi is right. Okay. Which means the by saying Elaudot it defines what Rova Odaot is. That Rov can be majority. I want to say Elaudot, so now I know Rova Odaot means the multitudes of Odaot belong to him. Every drop needs a so it's Malbita Odaot, the multitude of Odaot for each for each drop. Sarikla skid ba'atima nashon ribui me'ena petiha. And because since you opened it up like that, so therefore the end of the Barakah has to be multitude because you're blessing God for every Tipa. That's why Rova Adot belongs there. Okay? What's the Halakha? The Halakha was it? Halakha to Balakha. Yes, Mishtabrura. Like Jonas? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, so it's more like the, the, the opinions of Rashi, the Reef, not like the Bizarra Hayal Levi. Both. He's saying both, meaning Kedrov. If he has a field, if he has only a field himself, what's Iman? This is Iman Fresh Kaf Aleph. Fresh Kaf Aleph. Okay, so what happened to this Berakhah? Anybody ever make this Berakhah in their life? 
He says the Nehid of Rechat Modim Yeshuvelech Afilu Atapurta. You're right. Modim is even a little. Tainu Shitzachatan. And the Barech have a kolparim Berchat Tovah Metiv. And the Barech Rak Medat Tuva. Agar Matzadi Betzlach Shikshah Gamken Kushiazu. So they're asking this question over here. Okay, so they're all trying to deal with this shohar. They don't have an answer. They deal with it, but it's in the sugiyah berachot. Maran, v'im en lo shutaf basadeh mevarech shechayyan. Good. If he doesn't have a field, or he doesn't have a partner in the field, he makes shechayyan. What do you call it? it says the beautiful. Uh, so many people benefit. 
Okay, so that's that over here. Do they make it in? Uh, we don't make this beracha anymore. I don't think. We don't make this beracha anymore. Yeah, he writes over In Israel, we have to see the Do we make this and we know that they had stories. They had stories uh, many times in Israel where there was Hatzilat uh, Gishamin, there was no rain and stuff like that, which we'll see. We'll see later on. Okay, one more point on this. That's the Rishonim, that's the Marad. Let's see what he says over here for one second. What daf is this? Dying? So he says over here Zion, Zion, Zion. He says like this. Right? That's the, uh, the drops are colliding with each other. It was the Hatan, it was the Kala. Mishiyetse Hatan, Lekrat Kala. So he says, Mishiyetse Hatan, Lekrat Kala. According to the sheet, the one on the ground is the one that's moving. So therefore the Kala is falling. The Kala is falling, and the Hatan on the ground is going up to Greener. That's why we have to learn the Mashal and the Pirush Tashit. So the Dba says, what are you talking about? We said the opposite. The Ritzvah says, the drop that's coming down, that's the male. And the ground itself is like the Nekeva. Uh, so now you're switching the, uh, the genders over here. That's the Ritzvah's question. According to Perusha, she is switching the gender. Now you're saying the one on the ground is the Zachar, and the one that's falling is the Nekeva. <laughs> different subjects. There the comparison is between rain and earth. When you're comparing rain to earth, rain is the male and earth is the female. However, when you're dealing rain to rain, so then certain rains are male and certain rains are female. And that's very hatam mikana. Okay, that's a nice answer. Baruch Adonai Amen. Amen.